Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew, a royalty consultant helping artists to collect on their value. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them. I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparency Entertainment Group. I focus on World X USA neighboring rights on the performer side and rights holder side. Hey, welcome back to Money in the Air, the neighboring rights podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. Today, we're going to talk about music rights in NFTs and the metaverse. There are so many music rights that need to be considered when minting NFTs, when appearing live or recorded in the metaverse. So basically, when you're making an NFT that is the track that's based around the master recording, you need to think about a copy is going to be made for your purchase. So it's a download and a mechanical royalty needs to be considered and paid. And the platform selling the NFT is the one who pays that mechanical royalty, the same as the record label pressing vinyl or making CDs will pay the mechanical royalty. If you're putting pictures with that master recording, then sync licenses need to be gotten from the label and the publisher because pictures and music is synchronization. There might be other royalties involved depending what you do with it. If you are going to take your fresh new master recording NFT and do a concert for all your friends, then you need to get a PRS and a PPL license. Likewise, in the metaverse, if you're having a live appearance by an artist and their avatar is singing along to a recording, you have to get a PPL and a PRS license because it's a public performance and you have to do sync for putting the music with the pictures. A good metaverse platform will have those blanket licenses in place. So make sure you have that conversation and it's included in your agreements. There are other considerations sometimes, just as if you were doing a compilation, if you have more than one master recording, you'll need all the labels and all the publishers, and you'll need to figure out the royalties and the licenses there. Talk about the ample clearances for stuff that is interpolated, new works that are created for specifically NFTs. If you're an artist or you sampled another master recording when you made your new recording and you cleared that sample, If you gave writer share to the publisher of the original composition, then they're a co-owner. So just tell them what you're doing because they're going to get a piece of the pie when the royalties are paid for your NFT or metaverse appearance. The owner of the master recording, you have to check the language very carefully for your sample clearance and make sure that any and all media now known or hereafter devised is included. Otherwise, you're probably not included for NFTs because it's new media and you need a new lawyer. But if it's not included, then you have to go back to the original owner of the master recording and request clearance for that sample in the new recording, in the NFT and the metaverse. And don't forget, samples, so neighboring rights in the sampled recording, the portions that are used, flow through to the new recording where the sample was used. Always remember to check for anything you've played on as a musician that contains a sample of your performance, even if you just played bass or just played drum or just did background vocals, or they took a snippet of your master vocal. Make sure you're checking for samples as well as any new recording or compilation. Do you have examples of metaverse platforms that are really 
popular right now? Well, I personally belong to Nowhere, and the URL is www.u, the letter U, the letter R, nowhere.com. It's really easy to navigate. My landing page happens to be New York City, which is where I'm from, even though I live in England now. And they love the music rights discussion. In fact, they're going to host a webinar for us directly in nowhere later in the year after our conference. I love them because one, they're doing a great job already. And two, they're really keen to get music rights correct. Clubhouse, nobody called it a metaverse back in the day, but it was. You're you know, right. and yeah. That, yeah, yeah, so it's good. On the webinar the other week, I really liked your definition of NFT and you were kind of doing this nice analogy comparing it to currency and then the value of a unique NFT. Do you mind kind of going through that again? Because I think a lot of listeners- Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. And it's easier to define it by telling you what a fungible token is. Any coin or piece of currency is a fungible token. Fungible meaning that it's not unique and that you can have any one. So it doesn't matter which 50p coin or quarter or Australian dollar, you have in your hand, you hand it to anybody and it will do the job. It's not unique. It doesn't matter which one you have. But with an NFT, a non-fungible token, you have to have the one that you bought. It is unique and there's no other one in the world. Even if somebody mints and sells a thousand, a million, each one is unique. Think of it as if somebody painted um, the Mona Lisa. So Da Vinci paints the Mona Lisa and somebody's going to do prints but they're only going to print up a thousand pieces of paper with that picture on it. And they're numbered one out of a thousand, two out of a thousand. Those are non-fungible tokens because each one is unique. Only one person can have each one and each one is different because of the numbering system. It's the same for NFTs, except that they're digital and you can't really hold it in your hand unless you're holding your phone or your computer or your iPad in your hand. I like how you're putting the actual metaverses and the platforms putting and selling minting NFTs in the context of any other platform that is releasing music. You still need the same amount of rights to accomplish this. So that covers the original touch point of sale from the NFT. However, what about use cases where it's like NFTs are sold downstream to other people? Do the music creators still and the rights owners still get a royalty off of each transfer? Yeah, they absolutely do. So glad you brought that up. They do get a percentage. The norm is 10% for every sale thereafter. No matter what the price is, whether it's higher or lower, they get 10% of the next sale. All the rights holders will get a percentage of some sort. And that's where it's better than CDs and vinyl because there's an ongoing royalty. That's normal in art for original paintings and original sculptures. I love the recognition that music is art. That's great because if I sell a CD in the physical world to somebody else, the rights owners are not going to get the royalty for that transfer of sale. So this is something unique that's happening in the virtual space that I, that I love. Me too. And I also love the information that you get with it. Because they're paying you a royalty, you know who the buyer is. So you're increasing your analytics all the time. It's building a greater community for your music because you know who's buying it, where they are, what their demographic is. And all these things will be put into the contract and the contract is called a smart contract and it's all digital, it's coded. So it lives on the internet. And while you'll negotiate it on paper 
like email and you might even sign the paper now because smart contracts aren't legally binding. There is legislation in place to be voted on that will make them legally binding. But until they are, just do it on paper as well. Have the paper trail and have the backup archival copy of a written contract. But make sure the code is there as well, because otherwise, how will anyone know? They're not going to come and see your files. They won't even know your files exist. It is solving so many problems for music. The fact that, that you know, public performances will be recognized in the metaverse, in a public performance in a private place, that's brilliant. It means session players are getting thought of down the line. They're going to benefit from this. Two important things. Sure. Australia, it's already happening. Music NFTs that are sold as a download count for chart positioning. It's here in the UK as well. I don't think it's legislation yet, but it's negotiated. And according to the article today, agreed. And the artist now has a shot at chart position where they never did before. And is that taken from a platform? So if it's eligible for the chart, when the data is input into the platform, does the platform then ingest that data to the charts? Well, they'll have to. They don't yeah. yet, but that's something that's going to come next. And as a vigilant artist, you're going to tell the chart anyway. I mean, my artists I make register with the UK Chart Organization so that we have a direct line in case somebody else isn't reporting properly. This is going to be so interesting. I mean, it really sounds like the best of the both physical and the digital world to date. But in terms of chart positioning, the weighting scheme, I'm curious to see how that's going to develop with respect to NFTs, because there's different values that are being purchased. You know, like a sale is historically 99 cents. And then interactive streaming is this amount of weight for billboard charts here in the U.S., but how NFTs will contribute to chart positions if they're considering the sale amount as well. I would be furious if it was less than one-to-one, -one, no matter the price, because a download is a download is a download. You don't need extra streams. You know, I understand why streams are weighted, although I think it's vile, but that's okay. But you're right. If you're going to sell one single download for a million dollars, it should be weighted to count for income of 1 million whatevers. And then again, how will they be counted as they're not going to be in straight dollars and pounds? They're going to be in Ethereum and Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So that all has to be taken into consideration. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's perfectly doable. I'm really glad you thought of that. I hadn't thought of that. Well, if you guys out there have any questions about NFTs, the metaverse and your music rights, write to us info at ifr.co.uk. That's info at iafar.co.uk. And we'll answer you directly. We're here to help. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye.